0: Hello, this is Carol H. Wall here. Welcome to another episode, short or long, on my podcast Mental, Emotional, and Self-Health Mesh. Um, this may this may be related to or tie in a little bit with another episode that I made a, w- a little while back, and it was called Keeping My Head. Um, I was kind of confused about my new religion, and um, I still think that um, the Lord is calling me. And um I'll tell you why. Even if I now this, this if you don't know what I'm talking about, you can refer back to the episode titled. You can search it um it's called Keeping My Head. Um I like to have a scientific angle on things. And I like to oh, and incidentally, I think I got an email from someone thanking me for my podcast and I want to say you're welcome. And they made an offer, but it could have also been spam because it was on my promotionals email. So, ladies and gentlemen, you can refer back to my um, podcast episode. And I'm not going to look at my stats either. I'm going to look at results. If people start to email me or text me saying they appreciate what I have to say and do, that will be the living proof in the pudding. I'm not going to look at my stats because I don't believe in the toxicity of social media doing that to people and i would advise anybody else who's um, doing social media to not look at your stats i'm serious we have to learn how to tolerate ourselves instead of approval seeking that's what i talk about in the behavioral module at least in my mental wellness process okay i keep on getting sidetracked by my own thoughts here I um, made the episode called Keeping My Head. And um, it seemed like as soon as I did that, reverse psychology began to hit me in the head. And um, I continued to listen to uh, Christian music. And um, it was different kinds of Christian music, mind you. It was gospel, it was hillsong, it was um, church music. I'm, uh, attending a local church online right now, and, uh, since I'm LGBTQ, I'm attending a place called the Met, which is short for the Metropolitan Community Church of San Diego, and, um, I wanted to try another church out in El Cajon, but I decided to, uh, stick with the Metropolitan Community Church, and, um, when I listen to devotional songs in church, you know, albeit the online services, because I'm not able to go in the morning. They have a face-to-face service now, but I'm not able to go in the morning. I have to go in the evening, so I, uh, I watch the uh, recorded live streams, and I want to thank them, you know, for um, doing that. I want to thank all the churches around the world and, and in America. And other countries, other first world countries, and countries around the world, English speaking or otherwise, I want to thank them profusely for having church online because not only is it good for dealing with the pandemic, it's also good for um, people who cannot attend church during regular hours, such as myself and other people that are shut in for other reasons. Um, my roommate is a non-believer, but if he wanted to go to church, he could, um, attend online services with me or his church of choice. So that would be, that's just wonderful that they, um, can do that. It's such a blessing. truly is. Especially when you want to get to know Jesus and when you want to have a religion and practice it whether it's Christianity or any other religion or, or denomination. And I still will continue to support everybody else's mental wellness process. as all individual. Um, religion, to me, is in, in my life purpose module, and your life purpose may be different from mine. But this is an extraordinary experience for me. Now, I don't know if I touched somebody with my uh, Christian stuff and my... Uh, ongoing mental wellness. I've been dealing with a lot of stuff lately in my mental wellness process. Um, my air conditioner breaking down and my, uh, and the heat wave and, uh, dealing with other stresses, dealing with, uh, living with another, another person who's depressed and, uh, dealing with my own depression and dealing with my own addiction and, um, which is not drugs. It's the chemicals that are generated in our bodies when we, uh, get romantically engaged, and I decided to give that up, so I've been, I've been dealing with, I believe I might have been, I I looked this up too, I've been dealing with this uh, thing called PAWS, P-A-W-S, it's capital letters, and, um, it's basically the irritability that you experience after you've been in withdrawal for a while, even after the withdrawal is, uh, over. Um, you feel irritable because you know, you finally know on a conscious level that you can't practice your drug of choice anymore, whether it's alcohol or drugs or certain foods or anything that stimulated your reward system in your brain that, um, made you, seem to make you feel better when you took the drug of choice and the drug itself, not to mention. I also studied and realized in my behavioral module, I did research, um, about, and maybe even in the health module, about um, how the brain seems to react more to the re- reward system, the dopamine that's generated in the brain when you take a drug. There have been studies, you, we can look that up if you'd like, where, I don't know if it was lab rats, it might have been, they might have tested it on humans as well, but um, when they've taken cocaine, They've reacted to the dopamine response as well as the cocaine. So um, any drug of choice, you know, when you, you know, when you go to the refrigerator and catch yourself taking your, your bite of your favorite food that you're compulsive with, or if you find yourself wanting to call call a lover that you're addicted to, or if you want to take a drug or, or drink, um, how do you feel right before Do you long for that that dopamine, that uh, reward? Are you just craving that reward? Like, I I need a reward. I need something. Lately, I have been having cravings lately because of this heat wave and because my air conditioner has been spilling water all over my floor. I mentioned that in another episode, um, talking about my uh, air conditioner. So, um, I need faith right now. And having Jesus as my role model has been very comforting. Listening to the music at church and listening to the music um, online and um, studying, doing Bible study. um, It was suggested that I start with the book of John and I'm not finished with it yet. And I'm not studying a Bible, but I'm studying scripture on YouTube channels. Um, there's a particular channel that that someone uh, put on YouTube where there were, I think there were like bits excerpts of the story of Jesus or the life of Jesus, and I think it was like the historic Jesus or something. And I also saw a documentary. Um, of his life and his and his crucifixion, and I cried, off I cried through I cried during the crucifixion part, and I it was just staggering and powerful to um, think of him suffering and believing that he was suffering for everybody on the planet who was suffering and sinning. Um, I thought about my addiction again, I thought about other people's addictions, and, um, especially, um, there, there are, you know, I'll say our, are, are less addiction for, um, romantic engagement and sexual encounters, and, um, you know, having, uh, sexual relations for reasons other than procreation and, um, bonding with your mate and your family, you know, you're, uh, starting and maintaining a family. And, um, I thought if Jesus died for, if that was a sin and, and Jesus died for that, he got nailed to the cross and fed wine vinegar, vinegar wine, um, when he was thirsty during his crucifixion, during his dying process. And when he told God, he told his father, God, I submit my spirit into your hands. I, you know, forgive me for not quoting the words right, but you get the idea. It was just it was powerful. And I thought if I'm if I'm crying and if I'm reacting this way, I think I'm in the process of accepting Jesus. I think Jesus wants people to accept him, and I think he wants me to accept him. He kept saying over and over again in the in the movie, I'm, I'm telling the truth. I t- I'm, I'm telling you the truth. And I thought, now, in my mental wellness process and in mental emotional self-health mesh, I'm telling people truths about mental health and mental wellness. I don't know everything, and um, I still... I still uh, suspect he had a kind of mental illness or at least a very intense passion, emotional uh, reaction to things because he felt things a lot. That's kind of what I've been feeling and picking up. But whatever, whatever it is, he had passion. He had feeling for people, I think. He had, you know, I've, I've met many people in the mental health system. Who had mental illnesses and were not necessarily malevolent. They were very benign, very loving. In fact, there was a there was a man that I met during treatment. Um, I'll call him Vance, and uh, he had this curly hair, and I think he was suffering with from uh, cancer and mental health symptoms, and uh, he died eventually. I think he died before I left, and um, I remember him saying to me. Carol, what what do you love to do? He was telling me this like like during break time between group therapies. We were we were uh, he was outside smoking a cigarette, which I didn't believe was very good for his cancer treatment. But uh, he told me a very wise thing. He said, he said Carol, just do what you love to do. And I love, I love mesh. So I did it, and I I started writing, and I started podcasting, and I started. I was on YouTube for a while but that didn't quite take I believe I was shadow banned on YouTube because my ideas might have been very radical or maybe I just wasn't very uh, well known I didn't have a really big circle of uh, friends um, in my in, in in a community in my local community so maybe that was that was part of it then I probably got shadow banned because my ideas were really radical but um, I might have made the mistake on YouTube of uh, looking at my views, maybe I should have just not looked at my views. I also made the mistake of looking at the uh, glancing at the dislikes while I was logged into the studio, and I saw a lot of dislikes. That could have been why I got shadow banned, but the truth is hard to hear. It can be refreshing like a breath of fresh air, sometimes it it can really be cold. It can, it can smell like unpleasant disinfectant. I was eating at a restaurant with my roommate last night, celebrating my 55th birthday. Yes, I had my 55th birthday. And um, there was some disinfectant in the air. I think, I think the guy was uh, spraying it all over the room. He was compulsive about it, I think, probably because he was afraid um, <clears throat> COVID was gonna spread in the restaurant. And that might, that might have explained why the restaurant stayed open. He kept spraying all that disinfectant. But I think over where our table was, it was really strong. And um, I had a little trouble breathing and I got paranoid that I was, I was catching COVID. But I think it settled in the, settled out of the air eventually. And I felt better. So the truth can, can be like some strong disinfectant or strong medicine. It can be like a breath of fresh air and the truth you know, many people did not like what Jesus was telling some people thought he was delusional and I still wondered but I don't think I care anymore I think even if you have a delusion and if it benefits you know, if if people can at least apply poetic license to it and take benefit from it, even if we may not agree with it altogether. Just think about what the world would end up doing. I think the, um, the Jews believe that um, if more people believed in Jesus and what he was saying, um, the Jew- Jewish authorities in the Roman Empire were going to lose their power. And um, they were really afraid of that happening. The, the Jews on one hand, the Jewish laws, and the Roman laws. You know, just think, if, 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 if Jesus had been allowed to keep going, instead of being crucified and persecuted, I think... So, uh, in history, in world history, and in religion... And in stories and scriptures and stuff. The truth is told. And people don't like it. <clears throat> so uh, I tell much truth. I'm, I tell what I learn in, me- in Mesh. Um, by looking things up. And hearing things. And um, applying my, my principle of uh, information retention rights and responsibilities. Where I take things in that benefit me, that serve me, and I, and I don't take in the things that do not serve me anymore. Um, I must be honest and say I don't, I don't like the idea of Jesus saying I, I'm the only person you should follow or whatever. Because I know there are other saviors, there are other uh, people, other leaders i also believe that jesus was a powerful figure and a powerful leader and um i did emotionally react when he was talking and when i was seeing that those movies those uh presentations i was crying and i was crying during the church singing so something is happening something is changing inside me and i don't feel there is any going back to before i just pray you know literally pray that, um, I'm going in the right direction. Happy mental wellness, everyone, and blessings. You're loved. This is Carol A. Twal.